And that, of course, is some, uh, well, it's not of course. You probably don't know it. That's Strange Bloom. Uh, it's Alice and Michi uh, from the U.K. celebrating friendship over 10 decades. And I, I got to tell you, hey, I needed something uplifting this morning. Um, everybody thinks that uh, I'm, I'm here constantly in the studio. It's not true. I'm usually out and about trying to collect uh, all sorts of, uh, that's right, uh, bits of audio uh, about the uh, bike scene or uh, centering on bike policy, um, bike issues and things that might interest you in the biking way. And everybody says, wow, that's pretty bike-centric. Yeah, we kind of want it. We, we believe in our own way. Um, it, now, I'm, now I'm talking like I'm doing a political message. Yes, yes, and uh, we're going to get one of those... Uh, Political, non-political campaigns to me making causes. But uh, Chicken Leather here wants to tell you 
uh, that's me, that um, we, we're not endorsing any candidate at this point, but we'd like to believe that uh, uh, conscious uh, ways that you travel within the Los Angeles corridor and around the world are going to help our planet and help you too. Um, that's why we've embraced bicycles um, kind of on a, a local because we believe that while some of the issues are national, some of the things that you can uh, do to solve it are on, a, on your own local level. That being said, Los Angeles, a lot of people would point to me as the car capital of the world, and it might not be the best place to start with bike ups to I, I call shenanigans. I tell you, this is the perfect place to start it. Uh, bikes will help us uh, with our carbon footprint, reducing it. Also, it's a conscious effort to... Uh, um, look at your environment and say, hey, I can improve it, if only by myself, by riding my bike somewhere. And people say, what about all those safety issues? What about getting your bike stolen? What about, what about, what about, what about? Hey, it's one of those what about days. So having said that, maybe it is a strange bloom. Um, but I like to think that there's a positive silver lining around this. I know I should have been doing this last week when it rained, but... Uh, takes a little bit of time to re-gauge ourselves. Anyway, coming up, one of the events that's uh, kind of an event, we're going to tell you about a couple that gets people started again riding a bike because everybody says, oh, riding a bike, yeah, it's, it's like uh, you never forget riding a bike. It's like sex, except some of the sex I do, I, I don't remember all this pedaling in sex. So anyway, um, we're looking at this. Um, as some of the events that come up. And one of the events that came up was uh, last week was uh, a big fundraiser for Ciclavia. Everybody thinks that Ciclavia is funded only by the city, and it's not, actually. Um, the Ciclavia is a 501c3. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. The phone number here, 213-252-0998, if you want to correct that. But I think it's true. 213-252-0998. We're going to touch on a lot of issues, but but as stated, uh, the Ciclavia had their big fundraiser. Uh, last time it was put on by Good, who is a magazine that uh, looks for, for things about that, uh, sustainability, um, uh, green technology, and you're going, uh, I don't get it. What what does this magazine do? Yes, what does this magazine dine do? Well, we'd like to believe that uh, what it does is capture the zeitgeist of, of this area and also uh, some of the changings helping you to get a foothold on it. Um, good. We were trying to get in the studio today, but uh, it's not good for a couple reasons, and we'll go into them later. But uh, one of the things we tried to do was uh, sort of digitize all that information from last week's uh, fundraiser. We realized that it was, let's be honest... Not all things are radio-worthy. Having said that, we have an extensive archive here, and we went back to, that's right, a Ciclavia benefit where, believe it or not, the Finches played. And we're going to talk to them, and we're going to talk about the Finches, and we're going to try to make you feel like you're there in the studio. Or in this case, you're there. Uh, at the benefit with the Finches, who came out and played for nothing. Um, I think the Finches now are touring, which is pretty phenomenal. Anyway, we'll hear more from um, the 10-year reunion of uh, ah, Alice and Michi, who have been doing things for 10 years. And we have to wonder if the bike community shouldn't take an example from them. Even through thick and thin, stick together with some of those allies. Even though you hate them, they're still numbers. But having said that, 
Here are the finches at the last Ciclavia benefit here on Kill Radio. And KPFK on the podcast. Did you catch that? Here, let's start that again. It's easy there. About um, traveling through Japan on bicycle. Hey, it's easy there. So it's easy when you have infrastructure. The Finches just returning from their Japanese tour. Let me set the stage. They're at the Ciclavia Benefit. All for you. Just saying, you you were ready to hear all sorts of bike issues this morning. Maybe maybe things that you know about uh, police officers. What, what are they being educated in the LA area about bike issues? Are they just looking at bikes and thinking, oh, those fixed gear scum? Let's take them out on the next corner. Let's let's give them some harassment and stuff. Or is it or is it about like, hey, I, I want to learn about that new expo line that was supposed to open up two years ago and they're still kind of dragging their feet. Hey, hey, let me let me tell you, there's a war going on, or at least there's one going on. There's, a, you know, I was at the anti-war thing, and they they tell me that uh, it it may be anti-war, it it may be 
I mean, is anybody really pro-war? We discussed that too. And you're going, what does this have to do with bike issues? Well, somebody brought it up to me that if, uh, if we could just get away from all the oil, maybe not totally, but some of it, it would provide, let's see, oil there to burn, oil for other things. And um, we'd be reducing yet again another avenue where it's just about shoving oil to get things moving, and we might look at quality of life. We might look at other things, um, reducing our oil around. And you might be saying, well, isn't this the argument for using all the shale here, maybe taking out a couple mountains here, maybe start drilling off the California coast? No, this is the argument for conservation. The idea that if you conserve, you might be able to use it later on in the future. Think about how you make that next trip. If you're doing it on a bicycle, uh, I, I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but there's no oil involved in that. Okay, so you're thinking that's what I tuned in for. I didn't tune in to hear the finches go crazy and ask for more sounds in the monitor. Well, like I said, it's a strange bloom today, set by Alice and Michi, who uh, are from the UK, and um, they're going to be, I guess, coming in the studio later on. That's why we have their CD slash video package here that we haven't looked at, but we want to just say that um, maybe it's not all about bikes sometimes. Maybe it's about some other things, and that's what we're trying to get to. Uh, I've noticed also that there have been some calls to action by the LACBC around about uh, getting involved with bike infrastructure, and uh, as I'm doing a haphazardly kind of dance around it, this is what I'm talking about. Perhaps... uh, some of this infrastructure, if it was there, would provide an avenue of safety for people that have not thought about biking. Uh, their first event at biking or getting back into biking, i.e. the Ciclavia, which is coming up on the 15th. And, and I'm wondering if they're doing that just to remind you that, you know, tax day, forget about tax day. Let me remind you, this year, tax day, you get two more days for tax day. So Ciclavia might not be something that you put off till the end. Start doing your taxes now so you can get that 15th, April 15th, and ready. And if you're like myself, you're going to have to address your tax issue a little bit earlier. And you're saying, well, what does this have to do with bikes? Well, I'm always the advocate for some sort of tax break or some sort of carbon credit for if you ride your bike. We we haven't looked at that, but I got to believe that they're giving carbon credits to trees that just sit there. And, and I know that they're cleaning up the environment, I'm kind of reminded that if I'm on a bike and getting from point A to B without gas, I'm kind of doing my my best for the environment. They're they're paying those trees, and they're not moving. Uh, Bicycles are moving, and yet they're clean too. So I know that there are some manufacturing things that are involved. People are saying they're not totally green, but I like to believe they're a little greener than things that uh, have to be sort of breastfed oil every 15 minutes or 20 minutes or however long it is before you have to fill up your tank. Uh, They had a commercial on the other day for how much gas or petrol is sucked up um, just on some of the things. I I was amazed at what cars and Hummers and tanks and planes. And then they had, oh, isn't it great that I'm getting 32 miles to the gallon with this new strong you know, whatever car. And I thought, well, yeah, but what, is that, what does that mean for bicycles? Aren't they even getting better gas mileage? Anyway, 
while I collect our thoughts and try to get the calendar up for you, here's more from the Finches. Maybe they got more sound in their monitor. I was like, check me out! What's up? Dad, look at me! And then I didn't know you had to slow down when you turned. Because I'd never done that before. Only in the movies. It was my first. But it was a miracle because we learned to do it um, in the in the Bay Area. There's this pl place called Point Isabella. And it's, it's a bank made of trash and like construction debris. And uh, I could have just eaten poop so gnarly but I flip I did a full somersault flip over the debris and I landed in the one little patch of sand like surrounded by syringes and shards of acid vials so so I wasn't traumatized I was lucky and I'm the same
And you thought doing live bands was going to be easy. Well, while they're getting more vocals in the monitors and stuff, we want to remind you that there's a lot of events going on. And one of them coming up next, uh, actually on Sunday, is uh, she was talking about running into a tree there for a second, uh, learning how to ride her bike. Uh, that, of course, the lead singer from um, The Finches. Uh, we're going to hear more from them in, in just a second. I know you're going, oh, my God. No, I can't. I can't take it. This is supposed to be bike talk. People talking. Well, as as luck would have it, um, we're gonna get into some serious talk about this. But just to remind you, if you haven't ridden a bike in a while and you're saying, "Hey, you know, I can take it. I can get out there," but things might have changed. Your body might be a different shape now. You might be looking at bikes in a different way. The bike necessarily isn't just for recreation. It might be for transportation. These are all issues that. Uh, you might want to even look at shopping for a new bike, or, or maybe you're trying to figure out how bikes work with your quote-unquote new lifestyle, or how they're going to work to get you around town instead of just like providing the odd recreation on the weekend or on holiday. So one of the things that um, is out there is a group called Cycle, Cyclists Inciting Change for Life Exchange. And along with doing some fun rides like their Tweed Ride, which is going on next Saturday on the 25th, kind of kind of with a, yes, that's right, holiday kind of awards theme. Uh, I know last week we played a little bit of the Midnight Riders Awards, and we're going to play a little bit more for you uh, once we find that here. Um, that um, The other thing that Cycle does is they have classes about instruction and stuff, and they're having one tomorrow. And uh, just half a second. That is being held on the Caltech campus. There is a fee tomorrow, but you'll learn everything you want to know. It's at uh, 505 South Wilson, and you can email them on the Cycle website. That's Cyclists Inciting Change through LifeExchange.org, is it? Org? We're, we're, we're all nodding here like we know what it is, and we're, none of us know what it is. So hold on a second. 
It's bikeatcycle.org that you can uh, actually make an appointment and, and see about getting a skills class or something. They, they have it all set up for you. Uh, you start your bike with uh, confidence and ease and you balance and you bring your bike to a smooth and confident stop. And I know these are things for people that actually do ride that seem a little redundant or maybe even uh, placating you as a listener. But uh, for, for those people that are listening for the first time or haven't ridden a bike, this is a good chance. And I know I know for a fact people come up to me and tell me, hey, I got a bike um, like like I'm their confessor or, you know, I'm like, you know, they're, they're doing some sort of penance, you know. But bless me, chicken leather, for I have not ridden my bicycle. I'm going, you know, you don't have to excuse yourself or come to me for penance. You can you can learn how to ride a bike. You know, I usually tell them, I go on your own. But, you know, lately, because I, I want to believe that I'm helping people at any point, I kind of direct them towards organizations like Cycle or Quite honestly, I, t- I take them out there, and I've, I've met people that have never ridden a bike before, and they buy this incredibly beautiful new bike, fancy bike, light bike, and I tell them, well, the, the first thing you may need to do is learn how to ride it. You just don't want it to become like some sort of status, kind of like, uh, you know, uh, more more like one of them uh, puppies that people carry around like a, an accessory. You want that bike to be more than accessory. You want to get get the full kind of wear and tear out of your bicycle. Uh, so, uh, I, I'm always being prodded to find out what, what I think is the best bicycle. Well, I think the best bicycle is the one that you ride out there. And so why this might sound like a very remedial kind of bike talk, it, it is not, um, we're, we're touching on these issues. And, um, as, as we try to get, uh, some more people on the phone to talk with us, once again, we'll announce the phone number here, 213-252-0998. And let's see if the Finches have gotten that sound in the monitor yet. I've covered two different Donovan songs in this band, which I know is bad to cover two different songs of the same artist. But yeah, Colors and uh, Celeste. So once again, you're probably wondering why we're even playing the Finches, what they have to do with it. They're a bike-friendly bike-friendly band that played at the last Ciclavia benefit. The Ciclavia benefit was last Friday, and sadly, uh, the audio and sound from there, uh, just it just wasn't the same benefit. I, I, I know you're going, well, you know, maybe Ciclavia is kind of feeling... No, Ciclavia is strong. There's a lot of people that support it, and I think everybody was just amazed when they were sort of projecting, oh, maybe... Maybe a thousand, maybe two thousand, maybe three thousand, you know, and and maybe at the outside, maybe ten. And when you get three times that, you get about thirty thousand people for the first one, and it just keeps on growing, going into different um, neighborhoods. Now they, it branched out into South Central last time. It's going to branch up into Boyle Heights and some other places this next time. Uh, we we can only hope that it, um, this this is the way to get people back into bicycling. Uh, also. Another way I like to do it is with uh, some sort of uh, event or activity around it that doesn't seem too hard that everybody can do. Uh, one of them, eating, is always a good one. Um, as mentioned, the, the people from Cycle are having their big, um, I think it's a tweed ride extravaganza, which is a good beginning ride. It's not too overpowering. And being uh, awards week next uh, 
Saturday. They'll also be uh, hitting parts of historic Hollywood, starting over there at the uh, Burns Park on Beverly and Van Ness, and probably working their way around some of the studios that uh, some of us frequent in the uh, entertainment industry. But uh, more important, they'll be doing it all with bicycles and tweed. So watch for that next week about 1 o'clock over there. Uh, Beverly and Van Ness, if you need more information, you can always check the Cycle website, cycle.org, or you can give us a call. It's going to be on our hub here at uh, killradio.org, and uh, we'll be announcing it more. And I know you're going, well, I'm listening to this on KPFK on the podcast. Yes, that's right. All sorts of avenues that we're trying to touch you with and, and remind you about some bike issues. So the Finches, we're out promoting Ciclavia. Um and I'm telling you about other ways to get people that haven't ridden their bike promoting. Um, also, there's the Dim Sung Ride tomorrow, the third Sunday of the month. Usually, traditionally, the um, the place to go uh, in uh, Northeast Los Angeles is the Flying Pigeon because from there on the third Sunday of the month, they make a ride in the morning. Uh, all of them get together and pull all their little pocket change. Um, and they buy some incredible meals at some of the finest dim sum slash uh, restaurants around the Los Angeles area. I've, I've noticed sometimes that they get sick of dim sum, too, on a dim sum ride, believe it or not. And they go to uh, other places, um, which, which is pretty fantastic uh, because sometimes it's not just about dim sum. It's about the food and camaraderie. And, and that's what they do. And so uh, you're saying, well, what do I care if I meet people I like on a ride? What do I care if it's fun and I, I meet women and girls and have a great time? Yeah, wh- what does it matter? It's a Sunday. You'd be sleeping in anyway. But ha- having said that, this is the mainstay of how we get new riders in, in, out there that are uh, feeling the invigorating kind of uh, freshness of what it means to uh, ride a bike and be in the bike community. Anyway, having said that, we're going to get back to a little more of the Finches here on uh, Bike Talk. Okay, here's another song about a bicycle. Have you ever tried to ride a bicycle in a swimming pool? Honestly. I was trying to ride a bike on
Now, why they asked for more in the monitor. Hold on. Let's see if we can do this. You still there? Yep. Okay. Here we go. All right. Here here we go. Hi. Hi. You, you got me? You hear me now? Yeah. yeah. All right. On the phone right now, we have Dan Duback from um, Cycle. And, and Dan, uh, we, were, we were talking off the cuff about uh, getting around town in Los Angeles. And, and while we don't want to think we're doing a... Uh, kind of a, a promotional kind of commercial. Oh hell! What the hell? We were do. We saw each other on Metro. And we were making excuses that we saw each other on Metro. But let's be honest. Sometimes, if you're carrying stuff, we joked about like if you want to transport large amounts of uh, contraband or band equipment or something, this might be the way to do it. You know? Yeah. Um, so we're broadcasting as hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, you didn't hear it on our, our radio station here. But uh, let's let's be honest. Uh, when I first started riding a bike or getting around town, the last thing you wanted to do was either get on a bus, and because there was no train then, there was no. Yeah. I mean, there were trains, but people looked at you like, are, are, "What are you doing? You're going to Vegas? You're going to take the surf liner up the coast to visit somebody in San Francisco?" And, and about the only kind of other transportation was uh, the green turtle, which. Everybody kind of looks at me like, what the hell is a green tortoise or, or turtle or something? That was the one where you could put your bike on a bus, but it was like a converted bus and go up to San Francisco or something and visit friends in Novato or whatever. And people kind of looked at you like, why the hell are you bringing your bike? And you're going, well, because when you get there, you don't have to pay for the cab ride. And, and I remember the first time I ever told somebody that they, it was like a little light bulb lit up and they go, dude, that's a fucking expensive cab ride. And I go, yeah. And then they go, Oh my God! It's not really that bad. It's only like ten miles, but man, you must really be in shape to do ten miles. And I'm going, no, I'm not in shape at all. I'm just cheap. But ten miles went by in like what is it, an hour? Not even. And I was I was in town and I was ready to go and I had a bicycle. And they always looked at me like, where where did you come from? You didn't ride all the way from L.A. And I always love to let them think that for about thirty seconds ago. No, no, I just came from the plane. You know. What's well, funny how like frugality is sometimes makes you. Um pushes you to give you the motivation to ride a bike, like the, that, that last effort that you need to get, get riding. A absolutely. You're saying that like you're, you're from cycle or something, and you're, you're promoting cyclists inciting change or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but did you notice on the, the gold line how they took out the seats? And they have uh, the space for the bikes now. I, I noticed that there used to be a little pop-up seat that that when it got into the overflow time, they could literally, if you were in a wheelchair, they always had it marked wheelchair, bicycle, no wheelchair, baby carriage, and then the bicycle was last. And it was always like, yeah. And they always kind of look at you like, yeah, we're doing you a favor. But I think they realize that a lot of people, after a, a long arduous day of riding around town, sometimes taking the last train home and I'm, I'm noticing it more and more a lot of people whether it be weather kind of initiated because it's raining or it's just cold as hell i see a lot more bicycle riders out there and i, I think i like yeah. that more yeah did you notice that the, the gas prices are, are going up but uh, i saw in the news that they're they're already like this year and that this summer they're expecting high prices again Ga gas is going up. What? 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 Did somebody belch or something on on one of them uh, uh, oil boards? I mean, gas goes up all the time. I think it's it goes in. Um, it's almost like uh, I like to call it karma. It, it's never going down, or or you know subsiding. I like to think it just is spiraling. It, it goes in spirals from good to maybe even worse. 
And right now, I, I know that gas is going down and we'll probably see more people, but $4? Nah. Um, there was a Canadian in as part of the, uh, the book uh, kind of thing that uh, the Flying Pigeon does from Canada. He came in and he talked about how when gas gets to be 10 and $20, so $20 a gallon gas, he says, then you'll see real change. And he says, will you really see change? And he goes, no, you won't. There'll be people paying it. And I thought to myself, well, there's a lot of people who won't be able to paying it. And the only people that will be paying it is when other people will be paying it. If you're, you're on a junket or something, you go, ooh, I got a gallon of gas. I'm picking up all my friends or something, which is just the opposite of how probably we should look at it. It should be something that you can serve this. And, and I don't want to say save for a rainy day, but I want, to, I want to look at it just the opposite. It's like there'll be times when you really do need your car, and there'll be times when you really can get around town and enjoy yourself. I, I mean, people forget this, that there's, there's an actual kind of – it never is kind of figured out in the equation, but there's a, there I like to see is a funness kind of almost oneness to, to being part of your environment too. I mean, I mean – I think that's what Cycle tries to do every once in a while. Show that it's not just about like, oh, I'm giving up my car. It's like, no, I'm I'm embracing my bike. I'm I'm feeling, you know, like the Dalai Lama, you know, that that funny kind of thing that they always do. You know, the Dalai Lama comes out and he and he gets involved with everything and everything. Not that we're Buddhist here, at Kill Radio. Oh no, no, we're just just like everybody else. You still there, Dan? <laughs> We've lost Dan. In, in the ether of talking about the Dalai Lama. We're going to get him back for you in a minute. Speak about it? Ah, there you go. You hear me? We got you there. Okay, so, yeah, I mean, that's the thing that we're trying to do with Cycle, is show that there's joy in bicycling. Like, you, you hear people say, like, oh, you need to ride a bike because it's cheap, or you need to ride a bike because I'll make you healthy, or you need to ride the bike because it's going to save the planet. And, yeah, it's going to do all those things, but... Like, for, for other people, we just need to show them that it's fun and it brings joy to their lives. It connects them to their neighborhood, that it makes them feel like a kid again, that it, like, makes them meet new people and make new friends. Like, that's really the best thing about riding a bike. And then you get all these added-in benefits. Um, but those, those added-in benefits, uh, sometimes they're not motivation enough. Like, everyone knows that they need to get more exercise or that they should spend more time outside or they should do something for the, the environment because we want to live on a healthy planet. But those... Like, those things are, are sometimes too big for us to grasp, you know. It's, like, too, too, too big of a problem for us to tackle in our everyday lives. But if it just means, like, hey, I'm going to have a really good time, like, this is going to be a moment of, like, what you're saying, like, Zen in my day where I could go out on a bike and, and just really enjoy my neighborhood and also get my exercise, get my transportation, and save money at the same time. Like, that's the awesome thing about it. And so yeah, that we try to design our programs around, like, making – making a fun experience for people so they see that, that hopping on a bicycle is a fun thing to do and it's not it's not heavy work and it, you don't have to be like an all-star athlete to, to ride five ten miles yeah well uh as as we embrace the bliss and you know i i think people are missing the fact too that when it, after i stop after doing 10 miles i'm going to be hungry I'm going to be yeah. an economic force, and because I'm not spending that money on gasoline, I'm going to have money in my pocket. I'm going to have to spend it on, you know, uh, let's say food. And, and, you know, being a cyclist, I like to believe I'm making some more healthy choices. I'm going to be dealing and looking at things that, that are uh, 
kind of representing nutrition as opposed to just shoving down fast food. Not that there's anything wrong with fast food sometimes, but I like to believe it's there, there's also the fact that uh, now we're, we're sort of changing the equation with places like the Veggie Grill and other places where fast food can be nutritious food. It can be good food. It can be food that's good for you because now you're looking at yourself not just as a, a, a body that's getting from point A to B, but as an engine, as a high-tuned high kind of piece of equipment that you're going to have to keep, uh, let's say, clean the cobwebs off and, and not not get drunk every night or anything, but, but do this. Yeah. Not, not that there's anything wrong with a little bit of rum and yeah. Coke and performance art and pieces, but uh, we'll, we'll cover that later on Talk is Still Cheap. But uh, what, what, let's, let's cut to the chase. It's, a, it's a award season, and you guys have this great kind of bike ride next week that's exploring old Hollywood. So if you want to learn how people got to be in Hollywood or part of Hollywood or maybe an artist in Hollywood before – Let's say this this whole contraption called the internal combustion engine sort of made it the reign of just its own thing. You're doing a little tour through Hollywood, and of course you're doing it in style in Tweed next week. Tell me about it. Yeah, so we're doing a cycle of annual Tweed Moxie and Mustache ride, and we're gonna we're gonna tour Hollywood with some some refined attitude, and um, we're we're encouraging people to come out on on their bikes and to, to dress up in tweed clothing, to, to wear a mustache. Um, we'll have pencils, the pencil-on mustaches, and we're just going to bring it back to a time when, you know, the streets were more open to people and it was fun to just pull around town on an old-fashioned bicycle. Um, anyone's invited, it's, it's open to all ages that we're going to go slowly on slow pace. And um, you don't have to be completely vintage to participate, but if you want to, it'll be a lot of fun. And um, we're going to... We're going to tour some of the more historic areas of Hollywood. Um, we're going to check out the Los Angeles Tennis Club. Um, we're going to uh, tour the neighborhoods that are featured in the movie The Artist. Um, we're going to wow. The, yeah. Yeah, we're going to stop um, over at the, uh, the Getty House and, uh, and take a look at that. And we're going to go um, to the Cat and Fiddle Pub, which is a historic landmark. And, and New Belgian Brewing is sponsoring us, so they're, they're going to provide a a cruiser for us to raffle off, like a new Belgian cruiser, and we're going to have some, some some beer and food for people to enjoy um, after the ride. So uh, let's let's just set the stage right now. I, I haven't ridden my bike, but I hear about this ride. How, how do I get ready for this ride? How, if, do, if I haven't ridden a bike in years, do I want to brush up on maybe some bike, biking skills or maybe... You know, I'm not going to put it out there to tune your bike because I, I guess that's what some of the bike collectives can do cheaper than a bike shop. Yeah. But but you you have a program that you do every once in a while for skills. Tell us about that too. Yeah, so we do we do traffic skill classes. We do those every every month, every other month, and um, they're they're basically it's a class for you to, to come in and we we do an in class session and we teach you about how to safely ride in, in live street conditions and. The key is that we have a vast network of, of roads in Los Angeles, and most of those roads don't have bicycle infrastructure. But if you want to safely be able to operate your bike in traffic, there, you can actually do it very safely if you know the, the traffic principles and you know how to use your bicycle in traffic. So we, we teach that um, in an in-classroom session, and then after that, that session is over, we go out in the live streets and we, we, we practice some of the things we learned in terms of lane positioning and signaling and changing lanes and just making sure that you're, you're properly situated on your bike in the lane. And 
And if you do those things, you actually reduce um, your risk of, of car bike um, collisions by a, a good deal, almost 50%. So, so that's, that's something that we're trying to get that information out there because a lot of people are worried about, are about riding in live street conditions, but um, it, is, it could be safely done, and we want to we encourage people to do that. And then the next step would be then um, going out on one of our, our, our group rides, like the Tweed Ride, um, where we facilitate the ride with our, our group of ride leaders, and we, we make it a fun environment, and we still have the safety of numbers and, and our ride leaders, so you, you do get more experience in the street. And so we're, we're doing a, a traffic safety class at, at Caltech on, on Sunday, um, this, which is tomorrow, and then next week we have a Tweed Ride on, on Saturday. Wow, it sounds it sounds really amazing. Okay, well, it, it you you could have a full day. You could go, uh, let's see, uh, uh, get some dim sum tomorrow. Go to the Tweed Ride, and then next week go to the, uh, you know, Tweed Ride next week. Yeah, yeah, next week. Well, I'm saying you've got a week to practice. You know, go out. Maybe you haven't gotten on a bike. Maybe you don't know how to ride a bike, and you guys can help in that too. But. Uh, um, I, I'm looking at this also as a fact that um, I, I'm getting around and, and viewing parts of Hollywood, which you never, I know everybody always thinks of Hollywood as being like, oh, if you're out of town, you always take your friends through Hollywood. And, you, and if, if you're like me, you do it stupidly for like about the first four or five years. You throw them in the car and you show them stuff and you take them to the Hollywood sign and everything. But I remember I had a friend from Germany and I'm going, you know, my car's broken and it was like, but I've got a bicycle. And they go, oh, that's, that's great, the bicycle, yes. And I threw him on a bicycle, and I literally did the same tour I do in my car, but I did it on a bicycle, and I said, you know, this is going to take longer. It only takes an hour or two in my car, but this might take us like three or four hours. And being from out of town, I'm, I forget, or being in town, I forget that if you're from out of town, it's all new to you. And yeah. they loved it. Being on a bicycle, they were so much cl closer, they could just stop, get something at a, at a vendor, or look at something and actually stop and say, hey, this is my favorite star, or look at these stars here. And it was stuff you sort of took for granted. And now, because you're on a bicycle, you're, you're able to engage with your environment that much more. And I, I think just the idea of thinking as Los Angeles as a destination is something that we never think of. But if anything, the, the mayor just had this, uh, what is it, now the Chinese leader, but he started out as a middle, middle kind of level kind of bureaucrat years ago and yeah. he remembered growing corn and all these silly things feeding hogs and he goes oh you don't do that in china and i'm thinking well they do but they do it more industrial now but he came back and what's he going to do he's going to we're basically showing him with the mayor how to have a good time in la which is like ridiculous you can have a good time every day in la you just have to go out there and experience it and stuff get out of your car get out of that little coffinette that that sort of just it gets you there faster but I think you have more fun when you, you sort of work, if you take an expression, work for the meal. You know what I mean? But, totally. Yeah, but um, Laker games, imagine if everybody came on Metro instead of, like, in their car. That would sort of deplete the, uh, the downtown parking situation and make it easier to get around. But uh, I wonder if Metro could really get up to the task. I, I know we, we see increased kind of traffic on Ciclavia. But I, I'm thinking it's only because you have to pay every 15 minutes. Maybe they can make a Ciclavia day like one of those bike-to-work days, and it's, it's all free. I know they're losing money, but maybe they'll make it back with uh, increased ridership during the week when they know that, hey, I can get from here point A to B, and I didn't have to get into a car. I, I know that 
it, it really does increase exponentially as, as we get more people out here for Ciclavia and others. Well, that's a great idea. I think that's something to bring up with, with Metro because they're, they're really receptive to trying to encourage that, that last mile connection where you can, they can show people that you could take Metro to your further destinations in the city and then bridge the gap from the Metro station to your destination by bicycle. And I think that that's really where they're pushing right now because they know that the trains don't go everywhere in the city, but if you have a train and a bicycle, you could get around pretty much everywhere in Los Angeles, which I don't think people understand. That It's funny, sometimes I meet people in Los Angeles that have never taken the train. Like they, they've lived here for 10 years and they've never ridden Metro. And it's like, it's like this, is, this is a world-class city and we actually have a great transportation system. It's yeah, just, it's... Uh, it's getting there. Let's let's just say it's getting there because um, I, I know the expo line. They're they're touting it and stuff, and they're doing test runs and stuff. But uh, I I um, I know this is part of a plan to get to the sea. But I I'm thinking the sea can be accessed any time. I think what's more important is people getting from their their designated point A to point B, whether it be the ocean. That's that's great. I I think they're looking at it like. Everybody wants to get the ocean, and instead of placating maybe uh, people that are visiting from downtown or tourists, maybe we should be placating the people that actually might be using it all the time and, and live here. Uh, this is the same thing that I think when we when we talk about uh, L.A. being a, a mecca of tourism and, and uh, recreational spots, uh, uh, Disney gets it. Uh, they make it uh, during their off season. They make it if you have a zip code in the nine thousand or whatever in the L.A. area. They make it so as you get a cheaper ticket to Disneyland. I, I'm thinking it might be good to sort of, if you want to increase ridership, maybe not give it all away, but make it cheaper for people that live here during during some weeks and stuff, and and expand this idea of of getting people out of this. It, it might be not only uh, good for local business, but also uh, good good for people that live here too. So yeah. anyway, yeah, and, and the thing is, like, I I, I feel like the, the more that people start to realize how good um, active transportation, bicycle and pedestrian, and and um, public transportation is for local business, the better we can kind of recover the economy in Los Angeles. I I, I was looking at the statistics for car ownership, and that AAA says it's about eight thousand dollars a year. Which if if we weren't spending it on cars, like we could be spending plugging that into businesses, we could spend more money in our local economy. And also there was a study that came out that was basically showing that bicyclists, even though they don't spend as much money at shops every time they go to the shop, they actually go more frequently because they can't, um, they can't fill up their trunk with lots of groceries, so they'll stop every day or every other day. And, and over the whole week, they spend more money at local businesses. And, um, and because their, their bicycle doesn't have the range to, to go outside of the, the cities to some of the larger State box stores, which I'll, I'll remain unnamed, but since they're not going out further to, to, to go to this to discount stores, they're actually helping the local economy and the, the mom and pop stores, which is, is something that pedestrians will do too, and we really need to develop our community around that. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Dan, uh, without giving away too much on your, on your ride next week and, and getting people in, involved in this, um, the Tweed ride is probably going to stop over at this cat and fiddle place and while you're auctioning off this thing I'm, I'm sure you're going to be engaging people to to drink there and 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 probably they're going to shell out some money if not for the beer because of uh, new belgium um they're not contributing to beer but they're they're contributing a bike but this money is going to go back to somebody i yeah, mean it's yeah. going to get spent yeah 
going to go into the, the local economy, which is, you know, it's exactly what we, we really want to do. I mean, we, we want, I mean, in a perfect world, like, we want to have stable systems where, where we, we live and we work and we spend money in the, the same area, so the money just keeps flowing back in. So you, you basically pass your money to a local business. Those, people, those businesses hire people from the community, and then those, those people that get hired get money from your, your, your being a patron. And then they, they, they have money to spend, and it gets recycled. We, we want to stop money, like, fleeing out of our cities and out of our local economies because that, that just hurts us. So I think that bicycles and pedestrians, they keep the money within the local system, and that's really what our goal should be. Yeah, now you're saying this, and I, I know that it's February, the shortest month of the year, and we, we make that, okay, let's be honest, Black History Month, or is it African American History Month? I, I think they're, they're nodding that... I'm old enough so as I can say black without being shot. But uh, what, what we're facing is this is the same kind of thing that, they, that uh, people have been talking about for years, uh, getting people to buy black or shop in the black neighborhoods and stuff and, and keep the money locally. We're, it's not because we're, we're racist or anything. It's because you see what an effect is if you keep a local business uh, still thriving as opposed to keeping a box business where the money is just going into a corporation. The corporation is just feeding some sort of uh, uh, big octopus that, that all the money is going out as opposed the, to staying within the community. The thing is, yeah, there's, there's transparency with, with working within your community because when you support, like, a, a store um, and you support your neighbors, you know those people and you, you know... That, and those people know you. So first of all, they don't want to poison you. They don't want to create a, a product that's going to hurt you because that hurts their neighbor and it, it has a direct effect on them. And, and also you know them and you know their family and you want to support them and you want to see them thrive. And so I think that the fact that we've created these economic structures that, that keep, they put up walls so you, don't, you can't see like, where the money's going and, and what it's doing, that, that's actually hurting us. But Again, by by participating in your environment, by like your local environment, what you can see, I think is that's that's the best way for us to actually make change in our community because we're 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 participating one on one, face to face, and we know exactly what we're doing, and and that's gonna that's just gonna strengthen our bonds in our city. Okay, Dan, Don, uh, Dan, Dan, Don. I'm I'm thinking of Don Cornelius because. Uh, I'm looking at the thing the last time we did a tweet right here, and it said Cornelius Cole, who, who actually was one of the uh, four founders of uh, Hollywood and everything. I remember that thing. But, uh, Dan, here's, here's one of the hard questions I want to put to you. How, how can we get more people out there um, on bike riding? I know that your tweet ride is a good ride, but how, how do you see people? I mean, you're, you're, we're talking about all these things. We're kind of pussyfooting around the... Oh, we're going to make it really easier if we improve this or that. But really, how how do we get people out there? Do you have any one kind of silly thing or one kind of thing besides giving free bikes away or 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 having a great time with girls and all this stuff? And and even though they're wearing mustaches, hey, you know, Selma Hayek wearing a mustache. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell her to go ride on her own. You know. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I think this is a tough question. I think I think that I feel like. You know, what we're trying to do is go to the positive side, which is that we come out and bicycle because it's fun and that you're going to meet new people. And, you, and like what we were saying before, you're going to rediscover your city. You're going to see it in a new way, and it, it's, going to, it's going to make your life better. That's life-enhancing. Um, the unfortunate thing is that I think that um, that message, it's like we can push it as much as we want, but it's going to be hard. It, we might have to wait until gas hits $8 or $10 before we get 
to get a massive amount of people um, out on bikes because it's still easy for people to hop in their cars, and um, and that's something that's just been ingrained in us and in the culture that like we grew up with parents that drove, and that you just hop in your car and, it, and that's that's what you do. Um, so it's, yeah, that's, it's, that's what we're pushing through. But um, the thing is that like when when gas gets eight dollars or ten dollars, like the bike organizations, we're still going to be here. And we're going to be showing people that it's not the end of the world, that it's still a great time. It's not going to be a loss to not be able to drive all the time. It's actually going to be a gain. Uh, that, that's a funny thing. I, I think that's probably uh, some father for one of those end-of-the-world films. If if you really had to depend on your bike, they, it, I don't think of that as being like a horror story anymore. I don't no. think of it as being a Kevin Cosner film that, you know, it's like, oh, God, we're depending on bikes. Isn't this horrible? It's like maybe maybe we can make it work, you know? Yeah, no, I, I think it is. I think it's. I think that like what's going to happen is like people are going to realize, hey, this isn't so bad, and, it, and it's going to, you know, that's going to catch on. I think that like we might need a little bit more pushing with, um, you know, like external motivation, but but I think that'll work out. Now, now, one of the things that when we when we talk about this, we we look at it like it's a political issue. Like the Republicans are all gas guzzling, and the Democrats are you know all yeah. like tree hugging and whatever. It's not that issue. It's about Everybody yeah. benefits from this, whether it be reduced traffic, so now you can speed around to, hey, I'm getting around and, and it's improving my environment and stuff. I I really feel that this might be the answer to a lot of woes. I mean, more more cash getting around, but it's not necessarily just going to a corporation that's going to ship it off, off sure. offshore. Sure, and that's the other thing. I think that um, sometimes like bicycling and driving gets portrayed as a battle, like the bicycle against the drivers and. And that's not it. that's not it at all. I mean, the thing is that like, um, I, I mean, I grew up as a driver, and and that was that was what I was produced from a culture of driving. Like that's not that's not my fault, and that's that's no one's fault that there there are millions of cars on the road. That's just like it, it basically was generations and generations of cars and and car infrastructure, and and so a lot of people are invested in their cars and and driving in the roads, and it's hard to kind of let that go. Um, but we're not saying that driving is bad and you're an awful person to drive. Like we're saying that biking is, is, is brings joy to your life and, and can fill in some of the things that you're, you're missing by, by being in a car. And, and so I, I don't think it has to be a battle or a negative thing. All right, Dan. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you go on that point. It sounds like a great point to end this conversation. I want to thank you for, for being my guest here today on, on Bike Talk. And yeah, just, just as a way of introduction... We've 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 got the uh, cycle uh, ride from last year. Their tweet ride uh, queued up here. Do you want to you want to do the ramp up like you're a DJ ramping up the record like you are, Don Cornelius? Uh, I'm not sure if I know how to do that. <laughs> you you say hi, I'm Dan, and I'm Dan Dubeck, and uh, you're you're listening to Kill Radio, and uh, here's the tweet ride, and uh, it's gonna be great, and uh, you should come out, and here we are on uh, Kill Radio and KPFK on the podcast. Oh, I just okay. did it for you. Thanks. <laughs> All right, here we go. Hey, man, thanks a lot. Yeah, no problem. So this is the prettiest ride. You see anybody really? Oh, look at that. Free space. He's moonwalking. Him and Bob. So, did I call it or did I call it? Prettiest ride, right? You called it. Perfect day. Even at high noon, sweet. Everybody comes out. Just a little bit right here. Don't worry. Get the light. 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 Get the light.
can make a right turn. Good to see you back again. What's up, man? Looking dapper. You too. Hi. Hi. I like your Bianchi. Thanks. Very nice. Now this is nothing new. I bet you drive, dress up all the time to ride a bike like that. So uh, it's it's not just pretty girls on Bianchi's. It's also uh, working stiffs out there with their family, uh, enjoying themselves, uh, maybe putting a hat on, a little tweed, a little mustache. Uh, people we never see. Professors coming out for this ride to uh, in, in, uh, increase, let's just see the numbers and show people that it is about community. Never drive. Hey, it's you guys again. Wow, he put you back on that heavy bike. No, again. I have a different one. Oh, it's actually it's a really pretty. Ring. Wow, that's great. And it's a different seat, too. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> I like this skirt guard. Homemade? Yeah. Well, it came with the hole. We just put the string in it. Very nice. <laughs> So bike talk now going into areas it hasn't gone before. That's right. The Tweed ride down Hollywood Boulevard. So as mentioned earlier, if you can't tell we're plugging it, <laughs> yes, that's right, next Saturday. Starting at Burns Park at uh, Van Ness and Beverly is the Tweed ride. Tomorrow, though, is uh, going to be the Dim Sung ride. Starting at 10.30 over at 37.16, is it? Or 14? Uh, uh, 37th and Figueroa, North Figueroa. Uh, right there in uh, lovely, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, not downtown northeast Los Angeles or Highland Park, but uh, Highland Park, uh, Cypress Park, right there on the fringe. And they'll be going to uh, a yet undisclosed location to enjoy Dim Sung tomorrow. Bring some money to enjoy the ride. If you want to check it out or, or uh, leave a reservation, you could do it on their website, uh, flyingpigeonla.com. And uh, they'll be able to accommodate you either with a rental bike for a small fee or, uh, that's right, uh, help you out in other ways. Because a lot of people think that you have to ride a bike on these things. Well, it's kind of a bike ride. Yeah, it's kind of a no-brainer in that respect. But uh, as mentioned, there's all these other benefits from riding with people besides just monetary uh, or, or just the idea that you're getting from point A to B, but you're doing it in style. It is uh, Bike Talk here on Kill Radio, KPFK on the podcast. And we're going to be winding up the show. Somebody's asking if uh, that was it for the Finches. No. 
The Finches did a whole set, and in fact, we interviewed her, and we're trying to scour through our stuff to get there. Now, last year, believe it or not, uh, or is it two years now, because this is 2012, um, besides seeing some fantastic friends on Silly Bikes, Tweed and Mustache and things, it, it was all about uh, getting out there and experiencing the community. Um, this is our invitation that we're trying to get a different Kill Radio DJ to go out there and host it instead of myself this year. So uh, if you want to see somebody with a mustache and a bike, your favorite Kill Radio DJ, please give us a call, 213-252-0998, or you can fill out the poll on our website page. Right, the L.A. Street Summit. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, a, lo- a, lot of, a lot of issues came up about... We're going we're gonna to slow it here. Think he's honking at us or with us? We're way split up. Just, just grab, grab, grab the break. They have a new leader back there. They have a new leader. So there was all this discussion about money being spent on bikes and money for this and money for this. And I, I really have to comment. I know you do too with your company. Isn't it about more than money? Isn't it about quality of life? Quality of life, yeah, yeah, definitely. Community quality of life, and that in turn, I think, affects dollars. But you can't pump dollars into it and expect... Um, uh, you can't be worried about pumping dollars into it. Yeah. Because it'll come. It's like... Well, it's the difference, and this is the term I use. I mean, we could always get a six-pack of Budweiser. I mean, you could get a 12-pack of Budweiser. You could get an 18-pack of Budweiser. But, you know what? I personally would like just one. Fat tire. Yeah. There's something about it. You know, in a bottle, cold. You don't taste any of that aluminum or anything. Yeah. Uh, It's good for you. Yeah. Good. Oh, I even like that. Good point. Well, no, it's it's carbs basically, but it, it doesn't have that that chemical kind of taste sometimes. But the Budweiser isn't good every once in a while. Right. I really am getting to be a pure snob, I think, in the last nice. 15 seconds. Yeah, you gotta. Being a consumer is one of the most powerful choices that you have. Well, see, there you go. But that that gets back to money. But it, it's like you can actually improve your quality of life without it. All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna sit here for a minute. Maybe we'll talk to somebody else. Thanks for talking to us. Totally. Yeah. So I don't know for sure if I'm going to How's the bike? Much better? Yes. Can you ride it? I'm sorry, it caused a Oh, we needed to fix it. Okay. It needed to be fixed. It's going. All right. I'm waiting for this newfangled folding bike to come through. Look at this. He's he's tweaking it. He's changing the seat as we speak. Look at that. That's quick release. Man. Yeah, that's what I call quick release. It's Chinese. Hey. Hey, professor. You got a folding bike too. So a lot of these uh, bikes out there, folding bikes. Uh, uh, the essence of style. I know there's a folding bike that they keep at the Flying Pigeon called the... Uh, what, what are those folding bikes called? Everybody's sort of nodding like, you don't know? Yeah, I know. <laughs> the Bromptons, they also do a ride. Uh, I think they do it in tuxes, though, in, in uh, 
is part of their kind of slash tweed like high end ride. Is it heavy, Miss? Uh, yeah, I try not to carry it anyway. <laughs> well, it's nice. Now, Thanks, do you, I like the it says ball. Oceanside. Do you ride on the Oceanside? Um, not yet. But I, I noticed you have the BMX kind of stem. Do you do tricks and stuff? <laughs> yes, all the oh, time. There you go. I'm the best. All right, maybe we'll get and, you to do a backflow or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wheelie. Wheelie. <laughs> <laughs> What was your first name? Jane. Jane. Very nice. Of course, uh, that was Jane, and uh, we've uh, come almost to the end of our program. I know that there's a little bit of time left. We're going to see if we can fill it in. What's Jane saying now? Uh oh. Jane. Jane stopped. <laughs> It is Bike Talk, and uh, we're coming to the end of the thing, talking about, that's right, the hodgepodge, what is Los Angeles culture, uh, trying to keep you in dudes. One last thing that's kind of on a, a sad note, but we like to believe that uh, it is the cycle of life. We heard that, uh, sadly, one of our, our comrades, uh, Doug, passed away. Uh, down in Long Beach, uh, friend of us that have been on a number of rides. Uh, there is a website. I know that uh, Al uh, f- from the downtown area has told me a little bit about him. We want to send our condolences out there. We heard he died of cancer, and while we don't know the exact cancer, anytime you die of anything, let alone cancer, it's it's hard. Uh, it, it really does take a lot out of not only yourself but your your friends, your family, and community. So we send our condolences out to there. Um, We'll, we'll be having uh, not a ride in his memorial, but uh, something for all the riders coming up. We do that uh, normally in the spring. We have the Ride of Silence, the ride for either riders that have fallen or riders that are no longer with us. And we'll be doing that again. Uh, Kill Radio has gone out for, I think, every one of them since 2005. So on a brighter note, it might might seem that uh, we don't do anything, but we do come out. I'm, I'm remembering, remembering the glow ride we did years ago for Alan and, and a, a number of other people that were just not only were they fun but they were they were phenomenal in uh, what they did uh, uh, other people that have fallen tomatoes and what have you and it uh, it really sort of clarifies why we need more safety why I, I know it's cancer but it, it, you should look at it like it's it is a, a cycle but we can sometimes get off the cycle and walk so maybe we'll find a way to fix that at some point anyway bike talk getting a little too metaphysical for my own good um we want to thank you for all 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 the guests that called in today and all the people that have commented on the the show on the uh, website or the uh the my face page my space my face (laughs) boy it's been a long day a long morning a long night so, uh, having said that, we're back to Alice and Michi, who do The Strange Bloom. They're going to be in the studio sometime soon. It is uh, Bike Talk. Uh, one last thing. We we actually got to corner um, the lead singer from The Finches. Let's see if we don't have her commenting uh, on her bike and what she's doing here. Let's see if we can't do this.
bitches. She just played. So, seriously, what happened after you went into the, the, the swimming pool with your bicycle? Oh. Did the bicycle oh. go to the bottom? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it didn't. It, like, went sideways. Oh, so sorry. Inflatables. But you yeah. still ride a bike. It seemed like a good idea, right? Like, yeah, of course. So, do the pitches have a MySpace site or something? Oh, we do. It's like MySpace backslash the pitches, but we're phasing it out. We have a normal website called www.finchesmusic.com. Very kind. Yeah, it's easier uh, to you, update. Are you doing any more gigs or residencies anywhere? Um, I think we're playing the Silver Lake Jubilee in May. Oh, and fantastic. we're going on tour in March. Kill Radio is so. going to be there, so we we'll oh, look forward excellent. to seeing you there. Oh, good. Great. Fantastic. Cool. Well, thanks for coming out oh. and playing for the Seat oh, Beer. And I'll let you get your beer. It looks like it's ready. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Ciao. Yeah, right. <laughs> Look, they're rolling microphone around in a dead coffin. Yeah. Get the pilot It's one last thing we want to mention. Coming up on Friday, apparently, that's right, Reverend Phil infected somebody here in Los Angeles. We're not going to say who. But now there's a zoo bomb. That's right, a zoo bomb. It's similar to how those people do it. In of all places, Portland, Portlandia, whatever you want to call it. Apparently, while there's rides virtually every night here in Los Angeles, and you can see them on Midnight Riders, R-I-D-A-Z-Z.com, every night in Portland, they ride once a day downhill to a zoo. That's right. And in their honor, we're going to recreate it next Friday. If you want to know more about it, check on the Midnight Riders site, or I think it has something to do with Atomic Paul. So Paul at Atomic Cycles or AtomicCycles.com. Check it out. At a course in the Valley. It is Kill Radio and KPFK in the podcast. Just a few more minutes at the last Ciclavia benefit. Let's listen in. And of course, Steve, famous for his rock. Well, you're a DJ, right? I got a lot Most going on. Analog, right? That's right. It's a man of many hats today. No, seriously. Uh, a chef from the kitchen, and of course, known for his sequel beer work. Tell me about the uh, 10, uh, 10th of April, the new sequel beer that's coming out. Fifteenth, fifteenth. Yeah. New adventures, right? It's gonna be awesome. Can't not wait. Uh, Potter's gonna be there. Oh, very likely be there. <laughs> well, last time a lot of people were saying that there wasn't enough events going on in the streets when they were closed down. Right, right. But it was really funny because every time I looked out, there were little kids in all these quote-unquote Hispanic areas that were playing soccer. I loved it how they were just sort of recapturing the streets uh -huh. and everybody kind of looked at him like well they don't count and i'm going no they count even more that's than us. what we want that's, that's what we're interested yeah. in yeah this time i'm actually considering walking the room this time awesome one end to the other what's it seven miles nine seven miles and seven and a half miles the other trend so. i've noticed is people from out of town are calling me up now and going hey what are you doing on the 10th do you think i can come and borrow a bike <laughs> so i think we're we're actually setting a new trend here for awesome. not just us but the nation. Well there, there you go. That's that's a big factor. Um, you asked, you know, about one more we might see on the route and how 
maybe last year we didn't see as much. Well, last year we were telling people about this for months and months and months, and just people didn't know what to expect. We, didn't, we ourselves didn't know what to expect, and that that's a you know, having done this before, having done this once before, now people will know, they've seen it. Right. And having seen it, I think we'll see a lot more creativity, a lot more ideas just from people along the route, other people in the community, other people coming in from out of town who are all going to say, hey, I'm going to come out and do this thing. We'll see more folks. Absolutely. We'll We're seeing a lot activity. more families. Yeah. And, and you notice this at this uh, New Belgium. New Belgium has come out to now, and you see more kids, you see some drawings on the wall and stuff. That's the kind of thing that you're seeing at the new Ciclavia. You're seeing uh, whole families coming out for this thing. Yeah. New bikes and stuff. Getting a lot of kitty bikes, 20-inch wheel days. I'm hoping bikes. pretty soon, maybe in April or in the summer, we'll start seeing pogo sticks. <laughs> I, I, love pogos. I would love to see a legion of pogo well, people. It's funny because yeah. Mike called me up today from uh, Spoke and he goes, what about unicycles? You guys are two uh, wheels. What the fuck is going on? You got an extra wheel there. Talk What's to, going on? Uh, talk to Lisa Ann Auerbach. She was, uh, she's the progenitor yeah. of the new wave of... Uh, what is that? Saddle sore or something? Yeah, exactly. And as luck would have it, that is called Time to Take My Pants Off from Alice Amici. Strange uh, bloom uh, from the UK. And uh, we want to thank everybody here today. It is uh, Bike Talk, and uh, we're signing off here. Thank you so much.